This is the A-Train Sports Talk Podcast with your conductor, Anthony Smith. And on today's episode, we will bring you up to date on scores from Saturday night's NCAA Top 25, what the rankings could possibly look like. Also bring you up to speed on the NFL today with scores and possibly highlights. And to let you know right now, as we speak, the Sunday night game, which has the Arizona Cardinals against the Seattle Seahawks. Right now, that game with about five minutes left in the fourth quarter. Seattle's leading that game 34-24. So stay tuned to the A-Train Sports Talk podcast. That show is coming up next. Welcome to the A-Train Sports Talk podcast. Your host and conductor of this train. Anthony Smith on a Sunday evening and boy have I have a lot to get to today so first of all I know you wanting to know what is going on in the World Series well right now what I can tell you is in the bottom of the ninth with no outs the series knotted up at two games apiece and my prediction has been always will be it will be a six-game series. The Dodgers will win this in six games. And right now, they are leading. Bottom of the ninth, no outs. Four to two. So the LA Dodgers have a four to two lead over the Tampa Bay Rays right now. Also, with two minutes and 28 seconds left to go in the fourth quarter, Seattle Seahawks are hanging on to a three-point lead now as and the Cardinals have the ball. Two minutes, 28 seconds to go in the fourth quarter. Seattle is leading Arizona 34-31. to 31. And other games that were played today. Well, the Buffalo Bills, their offense can't seem to get on track. At least they can't seem to cross the end zone. But they found a way to win as they beat the winless New York Jets 18-10. The Cleveland Browns, who suffered an injury to one of their primary receivers, Odell Beckham. Baker ended up carrying his team, I think, to the tune of five touchdowns. Cleveland beat Cincinnati 37-34. In Houston today, Green Bay Packers bouncing back as they went on the road to beat the Houston Texans by a score of 35-20. to And as if it can't get any worse, the Dallas Cowboys ventures close to our nation's capital to take on the Washington football team. And they come out with a 25-3 loss. What's going on in Dallas? It remains to be seen. Detroit travels to Atlanta take on the Falcons. They come away with a 23-22 victory. Teddy Bridgewater, homecoming of sorts for him, goes back to New Orleans, but he comes away with a three-point loss as the Carolina Panthers lose to the New Orleans Saints by a final score of 37-24. to In a battle of unbeatens, somebody had to win, somebody had to lose. We don't accept ties. Pittsburgh. Hangs on, beats the Tennessee Titans, holds Derrick Henry to 75 yards rushing. Final score, 
I've had some friendly banter today. Someone said Tennessee was overrated. No, I'm not going to say Tennessee was overrated. They just happened to play a better team, and the better team won by only three points, 27-24. Tennessee will be a force to be reckoned with. Tampa Bay goes to Sin City, takes on the Las Vegas Raiders, come out with a 25-point victory as they dominated the Raiders by a final score of 45-20. to San Francisco goes on the road. Jimmy G goes back, plays against his former team, embarrasses his former team. Cam Newton just didn't play well. Final score, San Francisco 33, New England 6. Kansas City went on the road, and Patrick Mahomes is being known as the bad weather guy. He thrives in these elements. As Kansas City goes to the Mile High City and come away with the 43-16 victory over the Denver Broncos. The Jacksonville Jaguars goes on the road to play the Los Angeles Chargers. And that rookie quarterback that the Chargers have is getting better and better. They come away with a 39-29 victory. So there's your Recap on the NFL scores. And there was a lot of action. Quite a bit of action today. As I alluded to earlier. Yes. Takeaways, big day for Bakers, Aaron Rodgers, not the Cowboys. Ouch. So just what did happen today? Well, as I said, the Browns beat the Bengals. And since Baker has gotten there, he's pretty much had the Bengals number thus far. So just what did happen in Cincinnati as the Browns took on the Bengals. Outside of knowing what the score was, it was a very competitive game. But let's see what actually did happen. Mayfield waits, takes the snap, back, looks, throws, caught, touchdown, Harrison Bryant. And the Browns are a kick away from tying it up. It's the rookie's second touchdown catch of the year. That's been a pretty good play for them in the red yep. zone. Bryant motions off the wide right. Mayfield looks, fires, Enzo, caught, touchdown. It's his second of the game. It's Harrison Bryant. Boy, did he zing that one in, Doug. Landry and Hollywood Higgins to the right. Mayfield back to pass, throwing down the seam. It is caught in the end zone. David Njoku. And the Browns for the first time today, they lead. And for David Njoku, his second reception of the afternoon. And his second touchdown of the year. And Landry on the right side, too. Mayfield to throw. Got it. Hunt caught it at the five. Touchdown, Kareem Hunt. And the Browns go back into the lead with 4.53 left to go. He was wide open on the left side, like he was in the Thursday night game here in Cleveland. 
Two receivers left, one right. Mayfield back to pass. Looks going towards the end zone, and it's caught by Donovan Peoples-Jones. Touchdown! He got it! He got it! The rookie from Michigan got it with 11 seconds left to go! A back shoulder throw. Unbelievable catch. Unbelievable throw. So, yes, there you have it. The Browns come away with a victory. Baker Mayfield basically passed them to victory. Baker Mayfield threw an early first quarter interception, but afterwards he was on target, hitting at least 80% of his passes completed, 297 yards. So this could be one of those games where you say, well, maybe Baker finally grew up. So the Dolphins have decided to go with the rookie. Let's see what the experts have to say about that move. Before he, he does. That's been the mark of this young man's career. He gets hot for stages, three games, four games or whatever. And then we see the other Ryan Fitzpatrick. We, we laugh about all the time. It's magic. It's tragic. Why? He's played 16 years and never been to a, to a playoff game. Not one. I'm sorry. This is the right move. Did anybody see Tua play college football? Yeah. Did anybody yeah, see him? Yeah. Most accurate quarterback I think I've ever seen in college football. So to me, that's why they drafted this kid. They want to be special. Brian Flores is looking at like, why not us? Why can't we win the division? So I'm going to play the best guy. I'm going to play the quarterback right here that I know is going to give me the best chance. And I have two weeks to prepare. That's going to get this young man ready to go. Brian Fitzpatrick, we never know what you're going to get. And anybody who says, oh, you're going to get this this type of uh, play from him over a, uh, over yeah, a period, has him. never then, played against this guy. Well, Benjamin, now it's coming. He just, Believe he, me. So that was Rex Ryan and his take on the Miami Dolphins' decision to bench Ryan Fitzmagic or Fitztragic or whatever nickname you want to come up with him for. But as you listen to this podcast, leave your comments. Tell me, do you think the Miami Dolphins did the right thing in benching Ryan Fitzpatrick having two weeks to prepare to get Tua ready? Do you think that was the right move? So, here are some news we have for you. Brett Phillips' clutch single in the bottom of the ninth propels the Rays over the Dodgers in Game 4 of the World Series. Correction, did I read that wrong? No, they the Dodgers were leading 4-2 at the time, but a timely hit. So let's see how this turned out. Give you your update on the World Series because now we do have a final. We do have a final. And that final is, well, I'll tell you after these highlights. So without further ado, let me give you these highlights and bring up the speed as to what's going on with the World Series and how it has drastically changed now. Baez brings it. And a high fly ball into left center field. Back at the wall. It is gone. 
Yeah, he went fastball, and we've seen the home runs already that he's gone that way and staying on the ball that he he did that with perfect precision. And whoo. glove and into right two runs are going to score and now bellinger trapped in a rundown tagged out but that bat that bat to peterson started off with a curveball swing and a miss to go 0-1 here's one into right this one is way out of here and game four is tied back to the home run yeah, that's just incredible Seager, a little flare, shallow left, Dodgers back on top. Another two-out run scoring here in the eighth. Jansen, that is into center field. Here comes Kiermaier. Phillips has tied the game. Arose, Arena coming around. Throw home, now he stumbles. But the ball gets away. Tampa Bay wins it. Phillips, game four, hero. And there you have it. And actually, I just played the wrong highlights. But you know what? We're still going to roll with that. We're just going to roll with that, okay? These things happen. But... Leave me your comments. What do you think of the Tua situation with the Miami Dolphins? What do you think about, basically, did your team win today? Did your team lose today? Uh, let me go ahead and get you up to speed with scores from the NC2A, okay? Matter of fact, in college football, we know that yesterday was the return of the Big Ten, okay? And right now, the Big Three, Clemson, Alabama, and Ohio State, all rolled to win Saturday. Hopeful, interloper, Penn State fell short. So how did this shake things up come bowl time? And there are some predictions going on right now. But what I want to talk about, though, is a game that I believe should have had people's interest and attention. Uh, let's look at some of the scores, how they fared out as far as the top 25 was looking. Okay. Wisconsin. Played a Thursday night game. And Graham Mertz, I believe that's the name of the quarterback. Unfortunately, now he is also tested positive for COVID-19. So with those protocols that they have in the Big Ten, he's going to be out for a while. But the kid who has played his high school ball in the state of Kansas makes you wonder how did 
that he get away from the state of Kansas. Okay, you could probably use him right about now. But the kid was spot on. 21 of 22 passing, 200 and something odd yards, as number 14, Wisconsin, rolled Illinois 45 to 17. Coastal Carolina University beat Georgia Southern 28 to 14. Number one, Clemson saw a first. As Trevor Lawrence threw his first pick six in forever and a day. But it didn't matter as they rolled up Syracuse 47-21. North Carolina, number 14, North Carolina, taking on number 23, North Carolina State. Comes away with a 48-21 victory. In a game pitting number 20, Kansas State, against in-state trivial, because I can't call it a rival, knocks off Kansas 55-14, and they dominated, especially in the special teams, which was also a stable of Bill Snyder and looked like under Coach Kleiman. They are keeping that tradition going as they are a team that thrives on special team plays. They had two punt returns. And a game that started out pretty competitive ended up being very one-sided as Ohio State, ranked number five, knocks off Nebraska 52-17. Number 22, Marshall, upends Florida Atlantic University by a score of 20-9. And in a game that would have to be considered an upset, Wake Forest knocks off if I can pull that back up there we go yes now Wake Forest knocks off number 23 Virginia Tech in a game that pitted two top teams in the Big 12 number 6 Oklahoma State the Big 12's only hopes of getting a team into the college football playoffs squared up against number 17, Iowa State, and Oklahoma State comes away with the 24-21 victory, keeping their record unblemished. They still have a date with, I do believe, Texas and Oklahoma. So if you're a Big 12 fan and you don't have any allegiance to the team and you want to see a representative from the Big 12, in the college football playoffs, chances are you want to root for Oklahoma State. In a game that saw another Alabama player get, get injured in the state of Tennessee, Alabama still comes away. Number two ranked Alabama comes away with a 48-17 victory. Another upset, number eight Penn State. Travels to Bloomington, Indiana, takes on the Indiana Hoosiers, and the Hoosiers are trying to build them a program. Well, they found a good way to get their building process going as they knocked off Penn State, 36-35. Number three, Notre Dame, who has been known to have some classic games against Pittsburgh. Well, this was a classic blowout as they... Knocked off Pitt, 45-3. to 
In the game, pity number 18, Michigan against number 21, Minnesota. This is Minnesota's chance to prove that last year wasn't just a flash in the pan. Well, the only thing they proved was that Michigan is the more dominant team as Michigan comes away with a 49-24 victory. In a closely contested game, saw number 11, Miami, hold on to knock off Virginia, 19-14. And in a game of interest, a game that should have been more closely contested, a game pitting two undefeated teams, both nationally ranked from the AAC, you think they can get a team in the big dance? Well, if this was basketball, chances are yes. But this is college football. Chances are, well, remains to be seen. Only thing they can do is worry about themselves. But Cincinnati took care of business as they went into Dallas and knocked off the Pony Express. Yeah, I know they haven't said that name in a long time. I just want to say it because it sounded good. Paying homage to uh, Eric Dickerson and Craig James. They went into Dallas, and they derailed the Pony Express, knocking off SMU by a score of 42-13. So, what's next? Well, number 12, BYU. Still looking good, ranked number 12th. Had no problems with Texas State as they came away with a 52-14 victory, keeping their slim college football playoff ball hopes alive. So what do we have as far as some college news for you? Well, I mentioned to you about merch, right? So let's just go ahead and get on into this report right now. Wisconsin QB Graham Mertz awaiting confirmation of positive COVID tests per reports. And we have some audio. High formation on 31, but Mertz wants to throw it. He's going for the end zone. Caught. Touchdown. Mason Stocky, the fullback. And Wisconsin gets the turnover, and they convert it into a touchdown. Mason Stocky right here at fullback. Somebody on the defense for Illinois has him in coverage. You can see a bunch of people looking in the backfield. Stocky in the end zone. Graham Mertz, his first touchdown pass of 2020. 14th play on this drive. Play fake, wide open. There you go. Touchdown. It is Jake Ferguson. If you see him, he's acting like he's blocking down and he fools the fighting Illini defense. That was Derek Smith, eyes in the backfield. And Mertz is out there as the day one starter. And he's going for the end zone again, and it's caught again by Jake Ferguson, his second touchdown of the first half. And what a start for Graham Mertz. He's still perfect on the evening. Two big receptions on this drive, and Mertz with an absolutely perfect throw. All kinds of time, he's going deep. And it's caught at the 10 and into the end zone, Danny Davis. One play, 53 yards, and Wisconsin opens it up before intermission. Four touchdown passes in your debut in the first half. 
Again, the middle of the defense, deep for Illinois, an issue all the way down, every single play. Run, 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 run. And this time they'll pass it, and look who is wide open. Jake Ferguson making three touchdowns for the tight end and making five on the passing end for the redshirt freshman Graham Birds. And what a performance by the freshman. That's right. The freshman kids from the state of Kansas. So here the report is Wisconsin quarterback Graham Mertz, who had a record setting first career start Friday, tested positive for COVID 19 over the weekend, according to reports by the Wisconsin State Journal and the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. Both newspapers reported Sunday, citing sources that Mertz had an antigen test come back positive. Mertz will take a Polymers chain reaction PCR test to confirm the result. If confirmed, Mertz would have to miss a minimum of 21 days according to the Big Ten's protocol for athletes who test positive. In a statement issued Sunday night, Wisconsin said it will not be releasing COVID-19 related testing information regarding an individual student athlete due to medical privacy. The statement did not did note that no player who participated in Friday's game tested positive prior to the game nor reported any symptoms. Wisconsin athletics continued to conduct daily antigen testing for the student athletes, coaches, and selected support staff associated with the Badger football program, the statement read. Individuals who receive a negative antigen test result continue to participate in team activities. Individuals who receive a presumptive positive antigen test result are removed from team activities and are required to take a PCR test to confirm positivity. Head coach Paul Christ is scheduled to speak to reporters Monday morning. A source told the Journal Sentinel that Wisconsin has had several false positives since beginning daily antigen testing last month. Mertz, a redshirt freshman, was virtually flawless Friday in a 45-7 win over Illinois. He completed 20 of 21 passes for 248 yards and five touchdowns. He set team records for single-game completion percentage, 95.2, and touchdown passes. Mertz completed his first 17 pass attempts, matching a team record for consecutive completions. Number 9, Wisconsin, is scheduled to visit Nebraska this week, followed by games against Purdue, a home game, and number 13, Michigan, a road game. Sophomore Chase Wolf would likely step in if Mertz has to miss time. Mertz moved into the starting role after senior Jack Cohn suffered a foot injury in preseason camp and underwent surgery October 21st. Cohn, who started 18 games the past two seasons, is out indefinitely. Mertz, a native of Oldham Park, Kansas, is considered top quarterback recruit in Wisconsin history. ESPN rated him as the top pocket passer and number 21 overall player in the 2019 recruiting class. So, what have we to say about the team that pulled off the upset? The Indiana Hoosiers jump into the AP Top 25 poll. Ohio State Buckeyes move up to number three. Indiana jumped into the Associated Press College football polls Sunday after pulling off the weekend's most dramatic upset, and Ohio State moved up to number three following a dominant season debut. Clemson remained a rock solid number one, and Alabama was number two. The Tigers received 
first place votes and the Crimson Tide got the remaining two, the remaining 10. Ohio State leaped two spots after easily dispatching Nebraska as the Big Ten kicked off its pandemic delayed and abbreviated season. Number four, Notre Dame. Number five, Georgia each slipped a spot behind the Buckeyes. Indiana pulled off a stunner in overtime to jump into the rankings, beating then number eight, Penn State, to earn the program's first victory against a team ranked in the AP Top Ten since 1987. The Hoosiers snapped a 25-year absence from the poll last season, but stayed there only one week. Indiana has its best ranking since 1993, when it also reached number 17. With Rutgers coming up next week, the Hoosiers might see a longer stay in the poll than last year. Then again, the Scarlet Knights won their opener too. Penn State slipped 10 spots to number 18 after losing to the Hoosiers for just the second time in 24 meetings since joining the Big Ten. Poll points. What's up with Ohio State moving past Notre Dame after the Fighting Irish had their most impressive victory of the season against Pittsburgh? Remember, the Buckeyes were number two in the preseason and a close second to number one Clemson. When the Big Ten postponed this fall season, Ohio State and the rest of the conference teams became ineligible for inclusion in the rankings. Then the Big Ten decided to play in the fall after all, and those teams became eligible again. But some voters decided they would wait until teams played before being considered for inclusion. That held back the Buckeyes and some other Big Ten teams for a few weeks. Now that all the voters are included in Ohio State, Wisconsin, Michigan, etc., those teams got an extra boost this week. Wisconsin moved up five spots to number nine, appearing on every ballot for the first time since returning to the rankings three polls ago. Number 13, Michigan also moved up five spots, although the Wolverines got a bounce from an impressive victory at Minnesota. Other teams to move into the rankings this week are regulars. Number 24, Oklahoma is back after three weeks out. That is the longest run of poll that have not included the Sooners since 2009 when they were left out of the final six top 25s. Number 25, Boise State, made its season debut along with the rest of the Mountain West Conference and grabbed the final spot in the rankings. The Broncos were last ranked in the final poll. Welcome back to the A-Train Sports Talk Podcast. Sorry about that abrupt break that I took. I was up against, in radio jargon, I was up against a hard break, and sometimes those things happen. But we are back. Now, in my first segment, I actually played the wrong highlight clip of the Major League Baseball. That was from the wild and wacky ending from the other night. So let's bring you up to speed as to what's going on right now. As it looks as if the game has gone final. So just what had just what took place in the game? Well, we are about to find out. At Vasa, we
got everything you need to get a great workout and we're committed to making sure you stay safe and healthy come enjoy your workout we'll take care of everything else get healthy feel strong and be happy access for the players that is well hit into left center field back at the wall it is three nothing dodgers peterson with a blast High fastball, and he lets the power of the pitcher and the flat swing in the zone, and he knows it, man. That sound, that feeling to a hitter, and you know it. And he's a guy who can light up a home run derby. <laughs> I mean, wow. Breaking ball, strikes him out looking. Two-two. Right down the middle, struck him out. Rockets, but a strikeout, throw down to second, and Rosalina is tagged out. What a play by Taylor. Rosalina saying he got around the tag. Challenge this call. He did a little swim move, and it was a great effort on both the Dodgers' part, but when he slides, I believe he tries to pick up his arm, but he's not going to win that one. I mean, you were there. Here's a high fly ball into right, absolutely belted. Muncy points at his dugout and will take the trot. Dodgers lead 4-2 here in the fifth. Six with two out. This one could have counted for two. Launched. Halfway through game five, Dodgers lead by two. And there you have it. The Dodgers with the 4-2 victory. Now leads the series three games to two. And all aspects they are one game away from getting that elusive world series championship finally getting that ring for clayton kershaw who has been snake bitten oh will it hold up the predictions six games i know there are some guys on certain networks Keyshawn johnson Said it was going to be 4-1 series. I've said it's going to be six games. So far, it's holding up. It probably would have been six games had that crazy game not happened the other night. But, hey, those things happen. It's part of baseball. Those chances of seeing something like that happen again. Probably slim to none. But the Dodgers walk away with the victory today. 4-2. Be the series Three games to two, one win away from wrapping up their World Champ, their World Series Championship Series. So, what are we looking at when it comes to the NBA? Well. Miami Heat president Pat Riley is ready to run it back next season with the similar team. In other words, 
don't look for no massive trades. That's not going to happen. He feels that with this team that he has, he feels they can do it. So let's see. As the Milwaukee Bucks walked off the court, and big shout to them, though. The way you guys stood up for social justice, it's outstanding. Out, uh, amazing leadership. I am forever grateful. We're forever grateful as a society, the sacrifices you guys made there. But on the basketball court, having the best record in the NBA and the reigning back-to-back MVP and not making it to the finals, I saw this happen before. The player name was LeBron James. And you know what he ended up doing? He left Cleveland for Miami. And mm. Rostradamus believes if the Milwaukee Bucks do not achieve their goals, like making it to the finals next year, the hourglass is now flipped on Giannis's time being in Milwaukee. And that exit could now end up placing him in Miami, the team that beat the Milwaukee Bucks this year. So what you are saying is if the Bucks don't perform the up to expectations, Giannis will leave Milwaukee and head to the Miami Heat, just to confirm. Yes, that's what Rostradamus believes. Now, in case you're wondering who Rostradamus is, he's part of the tandem Jalen and Jacoby. Right now, I'm saying don't put too much stock into that happening. Anything can happen between next season and the end of next season and the start of the season after next. But right now, Pat Riley thinks that with the team he has, they can make another run again next year. So Pat Riley is always looking for ways for the Miami Heat to improve. This offseason has him wondering if that might come from within. The Heat president on Friday said that the top offseason priority for the Eastern Conference champion is to take care of the players that we have, such as free agent-to-be Goran Dragic, while maintaining salary cap flexibility to add an impact player in a 2021 offseason that could see many stars on the move. Yes, we have a good idea of what we want to do, Riley said in his annual end-of-season media availability. No plan can be considered completely firm yet. The NBA Board of Governors met Friday simultaneously to Riley speaking to discuss ideas about when it might be feasible to start next season and the financial details for next season remain next season remain unclear as well such as salary cap changes and luxury tax numbers all of that will have an obvious impact on every team's plans miami's included but miami is clear on some matters the heat have no intention of letting extension eligible all-star center bam out of bail leave and riley said keeping this past season's team as close to intact as possible, has crossed his mind. Kelly Olnick has a player option for about $12 million, while Myers, while Myers Leonard, Jay Crowder, Solomon Hill, and Derek Jones Jr. are among the Heat's free agents. We know what our priorities are, Riley said. It is to take care of the players that we have, that we have to make decisions on almost immediately. 
We know Bam has a decision to make, and we do with him. We know the guys that have sacrificed for us that we really like, our free agents, especially Goran. The Heat might have ended up as a surprise with the league this season, with all-NBA player Jimmy Butler's arrival leading a turnaround that saw Miami go from missing the 2019 NBA playoffs to winding up in this season's final as a number five seed. Riley raved about what Butler has brought to the Heat and also lauded coach Eric Spolstra for doing what he called a masterful job this offseason. Let me just say something right there. Eric Spolstra. Remember, he also coached Dwayne Wade, LeBron James, and I can't think of the other guy's name, but y'all know who I'm talking about. They had their big three. Chris Bosch. Now, how many teams have LeBron James left and the coach didn't last? You get my point. Spolstra can coach. Spolstra was the coach of the year for me, Riley said. The Heat have long been expected to be a major player in the 2021 free agent season with names such as two-time NBA MVP Giannis Antetokounmpo, two-time NBA Finals MVP Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, and many others could potentially choose to hit the market. What they do in this offseason will obviously affect their spending power next year. I just think we need to remain fluid, Riley said. Once we get all the numbers and we get everything down, we get the schedule, we know when the dates are and what the rules are and everything. Once we get all that, we're going to remain fluid, and whatever presents itself to us, We'll look at it. So, there's that on Miami and Pat Riley and his assertion of his Miami heat. So, I'll tell you what I'm going to do here now. I'm going to go ahead and bring this session to a close. Check back in with me tomorrow. I'll have a full NFL recap. I will have highlights for you. And we're just going to just enjoy doing what we do. That's me bringing sports to you, inform you as to what's going on with the best in highlights and getting you ready for whatever may be coming up. Yes, I'm going to expand a little bit. I'm going to probably go ahead and expand it to some UFC, get, get you some UFC news. But one of the things I'm definitely going to do, I'm going to get back on my uh, black history sports, such as Negro League Baseball history, bring you some information on that, and bring you up to speed as to what's going on with the HBCUs, which are the historically black colleges and universities. So until tomorrow, you have a wonderful night. I will get back with you. Hope you enjoyed this ride. This is the A-Train Sports Talk podcast saying good night.